Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey mamas, welcome back to another episode. We are now starting our next three-part series of a previous mommy chat on parenting children with special needs. In this first part of the conversation, you're going to meet these lovely mamas, learn a little bit more about them along with their children who have special needs, and begin learning about Angela Williams' specific journey as not only a mom, but a caregiver to her child who is now in his 20s. So let's learn a little bit about these mamas and stay tuned. So in March, we started off our self-care mommy chats talking about thriving and single motherhood. In April, we talked about balancing marriage and motherhood. And now we are talking about parenting children with special needs because self-care looks different for every mom. And I know the moms out there who have children with special needs, you need a lot of self-care. And sometimes it could be even more difficult than other moms, you know, to find that self-care time. So I have an amazing panelist of moms who have expertise, um, you know, with children with special needs. And I have a parenting expert also. So she's a parenting coach and she has a child with uh, special needs. So you all are about to get poured into a lot. All right. Hey, Tammy from Vegas. Thanks for joining us. And be sure again, stay hi to y'all. Um, I mean, stay hi to us, y'all. So <laughs> we can um, show y'all some love. All right. So without further ado, we are going to go around and introduce each of our panelists. So Shamika, we're going to start with you. So introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, and yeah, all the amazing stuff about you. Hello, so I am Shamika Brown. I am a um, international parenting coach, um, part-time, running my own um, um, group as well as a business, um, SCB Education Consultants, where I support um, programs in parents. Um, my group is called Parenting on Purpose which is basically um, helping parents be more intentional with dealing with self-care while navigating challenging behaviors for children. Um, but that name will be changing in the next um, two weeks to Unshakable Parenting, where it's going back to a biblical foundation, but also bringing in an educational background. Um, a little about myself, I am um, full-time background in special education and mental health consultant as well as I work for a program um, in my state helping navigate through the process of uh, making sure that families have support that is needed to begin to make sure that their children and families receive services. Um, overall, I've been on the journey for over 20 years. I started off as a teacher assistant um, almost 20 some 20 some years ago. And my overall goal when I started out was just to be a teacher. And life changed, and I was going to school to be a math teacher. And somehow the Lord messed up my resume. Well, I'm not going to say it. Somehow the Lord changed that direction. I ended up going into special education. So my bachelor's degree is in special education. Um, my master's degree is in um, educational leadership. And then my um, certification right now is in infant mental health because I began to learn that in order to truly understand 
the process, you got to understand the parent and be able to support the parent in order to help the child. And so along that path, I then became a mom of a child with a disability. So my son was diagnosed during the pandemic um, almost three years ago. But I'm a mom of three children. I have a girl that's 16, a boy that is um, 12 now, and my uh, Mike and I is what we call him. He's eight. And he has been diagnosed with um, severe ADHD and my autism. So overall, it's my way of life. It's my heart passion just to make sure that moms get the support from the educational background that I have, as well as from the mothering side, because it's a different journey that I learned along the way that is different being an actual professional than I'm learning the lens of a mother. And it's really a great different feeling and emotion, as we all know on the screen, right? So that's a little bit about myself. And I'm also married. Uh, we've, I've been married for 18 years since coming November, and my husband's a pastor. So that is a little bit about myself. That's a lot of wonderful stuff about you. <laughs> and that's actually one thing that I love about each one of you. You have um, more than one child. So I love that you, you know, you, you know, you not only have a child with special needs, but you get to see, you know, um, or you, you know, you experience the difference between, you know, parenting each one of your children. Mm -hmm. All right, Sherelle, we are going to go down to you. Tell us about you. Well, tell them because I already know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Sherelle Judy. I am a holistic health coach. I currently reside in Silver Spring, Maryland with my husband and four boys. Um, my oldest is 15. Um, my second oldest is 13. The middle child, the he got middle middle child syndrome. Um, he's 10 and the baby is five. And um, I... Um, absolutely enjoy being a health coach. Um, I recently wanted to hone my skills, so I went back to school and earned my master's um, degree in public health because I really wanted to get intimately um, and knowledgeable when it comes to um, out, like things that impact our community. So I went back to Morgan State, finished my degree there, and I was able to really like get a better, a better idea of what I wanted to focus on, which is the health of Black women, primarily our, our, our mental health. Um, because believe it or not, a lot of our, the illnesses and conditions that we deal with is rooted in stress. So as I continue to, you know, move into more of an education and helping our community, I hope to continue my studies in the future and become future doctor, Sherelle Judy, and, um, you know, continue to help my community in that way. But um, what am I passionate about is really just to see people healthy and thriving and just living their best lives, no matter who they are. Um, and I, you know, being a mother of a special needs child, it really opened up my eyes to another population that people don't often think about. And even, um, put labels on. So, you know, I've really um, enjoyed this journey. It's, it has not been easy, which I know we'll get into, um, but it's been a very rewarding experience being a mom of a special needs child. And Angela, we are now at you. So tell our guests about you. 
I am Angela. I'm a mental resilience coach, which that all came from being a mom of a special needs son. My children are, my oldest is 25. Then I have a 24 year old. He, he suffers middle, middle syndrome because he's like the first and the middle. Then I have a 22 year old and my nation who is my son who has spastic quadriplegia, cerebral palsy. He will be 21 in July. So I've had, this has been my whole life. Literally, because I've, ha I've had all four of mine when I was 23. So I had four children by that time. So I've been able to just live this process. And I will say it has been a journey, but it has been a journey of love. He's taught me so many valuable lessons like that have made, been able that I've been able to build my mental resilience on. Um, so that I'm a, I want to be I am in the process of coaching women to build their mental resilience. I like to name it as mental fitness because I mean, that has got me through everything, even through um, just having to deal with breast cancer this past time. Like you said, mental health is important because I believe I manifested that by what I was, what was going on mentally for myself. So that is one thing I, I just want to help women um, and even men, if possible, to know that your mental health, your mental resilience is what we need to be focusing on. Our personal growth is continual. We need to always focus on that. That should be living. We should not just be existing. We should also be living. And part of living is growing. So we have to stick to that. Um, what else? Nation. Nation is, let me tell you, that guy I swear he's the, the, if he's not happy, we know something is wrong. So he's, he's been the catalyst to keep everybody in like a loving, happy state because by the, from the time he goes to bed to the time he gets up, he smiles, he's happy. He wants to talk to you. He wants to laugh with you. And the new thing is I had to keep telling myself he's over 18. He he will be 21 this year. So he's starting to understand that. So let me tell you, the cuss words that be coming out of my baby mouth, I'll be looking at him like, child, I done gave you adulthood. And, and now we just going at it. I just be looking at him like, but you know, it's it, he's not saying it like meanly or nothing. He's just now... Like, oh, I'm expressing myself because I'm older so, and it's and it's different. He's not he's wheelchair bound. So I've had to be caregiver like to the full, like showers. We still do showers. I still brush teeth. I comb hair. I wash face. It's it's I pull up clothes. So it's it's been. I don't have all the degrees or anything, but I tell you, they call me mom. Ph. They call me mom MD because they know that. I I know his, his how his body works, where the tightness is. I know how to get him to calm down so he can relax, so that they can do what they need to do. Like we're here. Before he answers them, he looks at me like. <laughs> so it's just been it's just been a journey being a special needs mom. And to y'all, I commend you for it. And just know to just keep going and love them, love them, and know that they're there and they smarter than we think. <laughs> Trust me, they are so smart. But that's me. Yes. So, Angela, since you already told us just a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. Was somebody talking? I no, I think that's my computer. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I heard an echo. Um, 
I wanted you all to share your stories, you know, about your children, about your own journey. You know, how did you find out about their diagnosis? Mm -hmm. What were your initial uh, feelings and how did you get through that? So, Angela, you already um, told us a little bit about your son. So let's start with you. Okay. Well, I found out about I didn't really know about his diagnosis when I delivered him because it was like an it was kind of an emergency C-section, but not because they kept me in labor. And, and when I did deliver, it was an emergency. And he took his first gasp of air at 11 minutes old. So he had asphyxia to his brain. That is why he has cerebral palsy right now. That's why he's spastic quadriplegic, because I guess some of the triggers aren't gone to his body to for him to be loose. And that was one of the things that I noticed. He spent 17 days in the NICU. He came on, home on my 24th birthday. And I, at the whole time in the hospital, the nurses, he was in the incubator. So I really got to hold him. I never got to put clothes on him and I never got to change his pamper. So I didn't notice any stiffness at all. But when I got him home, that's when I was like, why is it, why am I just like, I mean, tight to where I couldn't, I couldn't put his clothes on without like holding. I couldn't put his pampers on without holding my hands in between his legs and putting the pamper on like that. It was weird to me. So at that time it was what Ash Jeeves and the internet was just kind of starting back in what this was 2002. So I started investigating. I started looking on the internet and I was like, this, it seems like cerebral palsy to me. So in April of 2003, I took it to my do- his pediatrician and was like, I think he has cerebral palsy. And he he did the test and he was like, you're right. And he was like, he's spastic quadriplegic. And since then, I've just been on this journey of just learning what I can do for him and, and making sure that he knows that he can do anything. He just has to figure out how to do it in his own way. And that is exactly what he's been doing. They told me he wouldn't talk. They said he would be a vegetable. They said a lot of things that he's just defied all that. He didn't start talking till he was six, but he talks. And sometimes I look at him like, please hush. <laughs> like you. But he that that is his journey. His journey is just of. Being being a light, just being a light and just wanting to grow and know things. He loves basketball. I mean, that child loves him some LeBron James. That is his man. I'm trying to get him to meet him in the shoes. We tried to do the shoes, but his foot won't work in the shoes. So, but he's just he's just a positive person who just wants to grow and and learn and teach lessons because I tell you, he's taught every single person he's interacted with a lesson about just being. Because he don't, he doesn't see, he doesn't see special needs or disability. He thinks he's just a regular person. He'd be looking at everybody else like, child, these is legs. He will, he will dance. He will move around. He paces in the living room back and forth. The wheelchair just be going back and forth, back and forth. So he's, He's just like all of us and his journey is not over yet because we're, we're, we're almost done school. Like this is his last year in school. Like he's, and we're transitioning into seeing what he can do outside of manhood 
<laughs> yes, I love that. Tammy said it's amazing what we learn from our kids. And I know when I was looking um, up, you know, what I wanted to ask you all. And actually, even before I started looking things up, I was listening to a podcast recently. Um, and they were talking about, um, you know, moms with kids with special needs. And I love that the lady was saying that the organiz- organization that she has um, or that she was a part of, they use the term unique abilities. Mm-hmm. And I like that because when you hear special needs, you're just thinking about what they need. But they mm-hmm. have unique abilities. Like you said, your son doesn't look at himself as being different. He's like, look, this is, like said, these are legs. This is, like, this is how it is. This is what I can do. <laughs> he'll, cross yeah. them little, he'll cross them little legs and sit there and look like a pop And he, he, he's very detailed. He could, he could read stuff before he could read stuff. Like if he he knew the order he knew how to find songs without even knowing the how to read the words, which mm-hmm. we still be looking at him like, how would you even? They're very smart. Uh-huh. We, we gotta we gotta just, I guess, uh, give them the right information and always like support them. Like I yeah. always support him in everything, and and if he he's always telling me, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's not you. You just have to do things this way. This is not, you didn't do this to yourself. This, mm-hmm. this is what, how your life is. Don't be sorry for being who you are. So we just have to encourage them. Yes. Tammy said, I've never met a child with special needs that wasn't brilliant. Period. Period. And before we go on to our, another guest, I know you talked about all this amazing stuff about your special boy, because that's exactly what mamas always do, right? (laughs) But let's back up a little bit to the self-care piece. (laughs) I know you said everything that you did for him. And I know we've had our own personal conversation, which a lot of people will see um, in a few weeks um, when um, your podcast episode will come out. How did you get through that initial shock? You know, what helped you to... Be the mom who you are to him today. You know, like you're not even a mom who is just finding out about this diagnosis. You've been through. He's grown now. <laughs> I guess it, during the time that I had Nation, my mom was, she had breast cancer. So she was going through her journey. So I believe now that I've had time to process it by writing our the chapter in the book that that I have of mothers of exceptional children, I believe I was on autopilot then. And my main focus was I'm going to raise this child and he's not going to know that he's different and I'm going to take care of him and I'm going to figure out how. So for the self-care for me was him. Oh, I've got, I've got a, I was about 200, almost 230 pounds then. So it was like, okay, I have to take care of him. I have to lift him out of the tub. I have to, I have to take, I have to lose weight. So I started just, okay, let me take care of that. Then it started going into my mental, like, oh my gosh, I have to take care of my child. Like he's not normal. Like, and then it was seeing other families with their babies that are the same age and notice and noticing little things. He couldn't talk. How do I communicate with with him? How do I know he wants something to drink? How do I know he needs his pamper change? He didn't even realize, start being able to go to the bathroom and know he was going to the bathroom until he was like 13 for himself. So it's like those milestones were 
traumatic for me in a sense, but they also taught me how to slow down and pay attention and, and to cherish each little thing that our children do. And it even helped me to individualize them. So I don't really have a favorite, but I have a favorite out of each of them because of the differences in them that I was able to see. And it started beginning to journal. I made sure I journaled because, and I always talked to them like, just so that they knew if mommy snaps, it's not y'all, it's me. Because that was kind of therapy for myself because I didn't want to, I didn't want to take on what I endured in, in childhood and pass it on to them. So I was like, I'm not going to, I'm going to explain to you, this is what's going on. It's never you. It's me going through what I got to go through to help myself. So what? Journaling, reading self-help books, that helped too. Like I've found the power of intention is by um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. This book changed my whole entire life. And I recently went back and watched the uh, a YouTube he has where he's doing the audiobook and I listened to it and I have lived that book so it's like you you have to start for me it was it was hard it's kind of hard thinking and focusing on myself and I think having breast cancer was the catapult that was like you have to start because I was still nation 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 because it it moved from being his mom now to I have to be his guardian to like I have to sign legal papers to be his guardian I have to when I take him to the doctors even though he don't understand and they know he don't understand they still ask him and he still looks at me and I still look at him and say well nation you know what mommy says do you want me to tell you what I want what I would do. And he says, yes. So I tell him and then he tells them. And it's, it's so weird. Cause I'm like looking at them like you. So it's, it's just hard having that focus on myself. And that is self-care that I'm working on is just taking that time for me and doing what I want. So I'm doing speaking, which I think is awesome. The podcast, this helps so much. You don't understand when you only communicate with the people in your house. <laughs> And now you're communicating with other people. It's a whole different, I guess, style because you have, you have your, your immediate family. You, y'all have your own slang, your own lingo. Then when you're communicating with everybody else, you got to be like, okay, this is how, so I'm just learning. And, and self-care is just me, personal growing, self-improvement, personal development, grabbing, grabbing that personal growth and just holding on to it and keep going. Yes, that's what I was trying to pull out of her because I'm like, oh, you you uh kind of holding back. I know what you've done. <laughs> but yes, um, I love that she had mentioned before. It was kind of like, well, what, you know, I, I have to care for him for the rest of, you know, his life. So what do I need to do? Mm-hmm. And in fact, you know, benefiting you, you know, so she mentioned the, you know, I got to lose weight. I got to be strong because <laughs> I got to be able to lift him mm-hmm. up. And mind y'all, she's doing a lot. She does spin class. Um, what else? Yeah, she's a beach body coach, so she I'm does a, a whole lot of stuff. Coach. I tried to, <laughs> to fill I tried to fill my life with things that I, I love to do that 
could even help somebody else. And it now that, and I'm so glad that I found these platforms and stuff because it's like, I always was like, how can I help other moms? How can I let other moms know that your energy can, will go right into your child? So if you're nervous and upset, they're going to be nervous and upset meditate calmness like what what's breath work what skills can i learn to help other people yes thank you so much for sharing you're welcome so we're gonna go back to you shamika tell us a little bit about your story so my story um michael was born and so kind of thinking about what angela said you have my mind um going but i want to say one thing to angela before we go there further that, that um you don't need the degrees. You have 24 year, 21 years walking in all of what you walked through and, and in the fact that you're literally still a caregiver. And so you have an honorary degree. It's your life. So don't, don't, you like, I always tell people all the time, it's great to have the degrees because. Hey mamas, I hope you enjoyed this first part of our conversation. Stay tuned to next week's episodes when you will learn more about our other two speakers, Shamika and Sherelle's journey as moms who has children with special needs. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the She is a Nourished Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.